the subaltern sections of Indian society constantly revolted against the Britishers. In the Western India, there was a revolt by Kulis, Ramushis, and different tribal different tribal groups. Umaji Naik was the leader of the Ramushis who first revolted against the Britishers. In 1857, there was a widespread revolt or rebellion against the British rule. This rebellion was very ruthlessly crushed and that was the goriest and cruelest part of Indian history. Though the rebellion was crushed, it continued to inspire the future generations of freedom fighters. Veer Savarkar wrote a history of freedom movement of 1857 and three revolutionary groups after Savarkar printed the book by Savarkar, India's first war of independence. The first it was printed by Lala Khardaya, the Gadar party leader. Subsequently, it was printed by Sardar Bhagat Singh in late 20s and afterwards third time it was printed by Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose. So there is a continuity as far as the inspiration that was given by the freedom fighters of 1857. There are certain common threads as far as freedom movement was, revolutionary freedom movement of India was concerned. The first was using the services of Indian soldiers that are working in the British army because Indians were disarmed by the Britishers and only the Indian army men, those people who had the arms so they could take up arms against the Britishers. Others had no arms to fight against the British rule. After one can say that in 1879-80, Vasudev Balwan Thadke was the first to raise the banner of revolt against the Britishers. His rebellion was suppressed. The Abhinav Bharat movement of Veer Savarkar was suppressed and many were arrested and sent to jail, some were hanged also. The third movement was launched by the Gadarites. The Gadar movement was launched in Canada, America and India also. It was a widespread movement and this movement has created many problems as far as uh, British rule was concerned. There were four important aspects of Gadar movement which are important. First thing is that the Gadda movement gathered momentum when the First World War began. The leaders of Gadda movement thought that this is a golden opportunity for Indians uh, to win freedom against the Britishers because Britishers were being defeated by the Germans initially. So the first war opportunity should be utilized. This was the first principle. The second principle was that there should the revolutionaries should work in India as well as they should work in other countries in Canada, United States and Southeast Asia 
to create awareness about Indian freedom. And similarly, there should be, they should establish revolutionary sales in India so that uh, these revolutionary sales could induce uh, the British uh, uh, Indians working in British Army. And therefore, good number of people from United States and Canada came to India and they tried to influence Indian army groups in different cantonment areas of India. Third was that uh, the other leaders wanted to create an independent Indian army to fight against the British rule on the borders of Afghanistan. And therefore, they were preparing for that also. This was the third aspect. And the fourth aspect of that, the first provisional revolutionary government of India should be established. And that type of first provisional government of India was established in Afghanistan under the leadership of Raja Mahindra Pratap. So these were the four important aspects of one can say Gadar movement that subsequently influenced Indian National Army and revolutionary activities of Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose. The Gadar movement gathered momentum in 1914 and 15. They were successful in mobilizing the people. Revolutionary groups led by Kartar Singh Sarabha, Bhagat Singh was influenced by Sarabha, Sarabha and Vishnu Ganesh Pingle. They tried to influence and induce Indian army. They went to Merat, Kanpur, Banaras and different parts where cantonments were there and they tried to influence the people. And they, they say that they were successful in inducing some groups of Indian army to revolt against the Britishers around 19th February 1915. But one British spy, Kripal Singh, revealed the plan of Sarabha and Pingle and all the revolutionaries were arrested and many of them were then executed by the Britishers. The group failed uh, to influence the army, but armed groups revolted in different parts of the world. In India, they could not, uh, they crushed the army units, but 138 Baloch regiment re tried to revolt. It was disarmed and three soldiers were executed. The biggest revolt took place in Singapore. 5th Light Infantry revolted against it. And 30, 40 soldiers were immediately shot dead. Three were hanged and 63 were transported to life. Many of them were sent to Andamans. Andaman prison was one got flooded with prisoners from the Gadam movement. Anushilan Samiti from Bengal also took lead in this. Their leader, Yatindradat Mukherjee or Bhagajatin, fought in Balasore against the British police and he was killed in that. But he was one of the most influential revolutionary leaders of the Gadda movement. So Gadda movement failed. But what was the legacy of Gadda movement? The legacy of Gadda movement, an ideology of Gadda movement was, one can say, developed by Lala Hardayar. He was a theoretician and intellectual. He edited the Gadda paper. And there five important principles were, one can say, expounded. The first principle was 
India will be a sovereign, independent, democratic republic. That was the vision of Gadar revolutionism. India would be a sovereign, democratic republic. The head of the state will be elected by the people. Secondly, India will be a secular country and all religions will be accorded equal status as far as independent India was concerned. Third, India will be a socialist country where all people will be given uh, right to develop their personality and right to develop themselves. That workers of the world should unite and there should be universal fraternity as far as working class in the world is concerned. So these four five important principles were advocated by the Gada movement. Lala Hardaya was the main one can say theoretician of the Gada movement. Lala Hardaya and his friends went to Germany. They wanted the support of the Germany. They tried to influence Germany. Germany gave some help, but Germany did not give full support to Lala Hardaya and the Gada movement. So therefore, as far as the war situation was concerned, Germany, Austria and Turkey did not help the other people. Only Afghanistan gave some, one can say, scope for their working. The three, four important things gather people did, which subsequently influenced Netaji Subhash Chandra's, one can say, activities. The prince, first, prince, first thing was that they established the first government, Indian government of sovereign independent India in Afghanistan. This was a government in exile. Raja Mahendra Pratap was the president of this government and Chaudhary Barkutullah was the uh, Prime Minister. This was the first important thing. Government may not have army, this government may not have anything, but this government, theoretically, that statement was made, point was made, that we are an independent country and we can have our own democratic republic. And Raja Mahendra Pratap was elected as the president. Second thing was that the army of 1200 soldiers was raised under the leadership of Dr. P.S. Khankhoje. Dr. Khankhoje was trained. He was the only Indian leader who got the military training in the United States. And he raised the army of 1200 soldiers and they tried to attack India in 1915. That army was defeated by General Dyer. He was stationed in Punjab at that time. But Attempt was made. What was important? Attempt was made, and army was one can say created. A training was given, and uh, they tried to fight. The third thing was that they tried to influence Indian soldiers in India as well as in other parts of Southeast Asia. So therefore, in Singapore there was a revolt. There was a widespread revolt and writing in Singapore. There was a revolt in Shanghai, there was a revolt in Manila, there was a revolt in different parts of this. And the most important thing about the Gadar movement was that Muslims and Sikhs uh, took leading role in this movement. The Balayoj movement which revolted against the Britishers that had 100% Muslim soldiers. The Singapore 5th Light Infantry which revolted against the Britishers, 100% Muslim soldiers were there. So it was wrong to say that Muslims did not take part in Indian freedom movement. In Gadar movement, a very large number of Muslim uh, people took part in it. Now Gadar movement ended. One of the leaders of Gadar movement, Raz Bihari Basu, escaped. 
Along with Raj Bihari Basu, many other revolutionaries stories escaped and they got settled in different parts of the world. Emil Roy also, one can say, uh, escaped from India. He was also part of this group. Now, Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose was not a part of a revolutionary movement. He had no contacts with the revolutionary movement. He had no experience of establishing revolutionary cells. The type of experience that Savarkar, Hardayal, Bhagat Singh had. That type of experience he did not have because he was a mainstream Congress leader. Twice he was elected as the Congress president. And he was one of the three important leaders of the Congress party along with Mahatma Gandhi and Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru. In 1930s, in his book, uh, India, India Struggle, all these things, he had said that uh, after thinking over the problems of transition of power as far as India was concerned, I realized that passive revolution or passive resistance against the British government will create public awareness about the evil effects of foreign rule. That will create widespread, one can say, unrest against the Britishers. But it will not be in a position to cause the transfer of power. So ultimately, we will have to have a revolutionary insurrection. Ultimately, the final, one can say, final assault has to be an armed assault against the Britishers. And only after that, only we can say that we can bring about change as far as uh, a transfer of power is concerned. On the other hand, Mahatma Gandhi was saying that we will try to compel Britishers uh, to transfer the power. The power should be transferred to the constituted authority. That was the position of Gandhi and Gopal Krishna Gokhale. Subhash said that this is not possible. So, there was some ideological difference between Mahatma Gandhi and Netaji, uh, Netaji Subhash Chandra so Netaji realized that we, he will have to come out of India uh, to fight against the British rule. He will have to raise a revolutionary army uh, to bring about the total change as far as independence of India was concerned. Then he has written that he had a very long and hearty talk with Mahatma Gandhi. In his autobiography, he has written. He had a very long and hearted talk with Mahatma Gandhi. And Mahatma Gandhi told him that if he succeeded in winning freedom, his will be the first uh, uh, call to congratulate him. He is ready to congratulate Subhas if Subhas succeeded in winning freedom for India. That was the promise Mahatma Gandhi gave uh, to Netaji Subhas Chandra. So that was a very complex relationship as far as Subhas and Gandhi was concerned. So Gandhi gave that promise to him and subsequently Maulana Azhar said that it is strange that Bapu has developed uh, liking for Subhas after the formation of Ajay in the Sena and he started admiring Subhas. So therefore Gandhi's attitude changed as far as Subhas' uh, position on freedom of India is concerned. Now, when Subhas, we know all these things, I am not going to discuss those things because we are, most of us are familiar with activities of Azad in the house. So Subhas succeeded in establishing Indian National Army, the type of army that was first established by Dr. Khan Khose. Khan Khose's army was small, but Subhas' army was a big army with 
almost 50,000 soldiers. There were three divisions of army, and Subhash army played a very important role initially when it attacked India and Arakan and that area. Subsequently, it became so. Subhash army played a very important role, and it is a stupendous task to raise an army of 50,000 soldiers when he had no resources earlier, but he mobilized the resources. Crores of dollars were given by the Indian people to Subhas, and Subhas mobilized that. So, as far as Gadar movement and Subhas are concerned, there are similarities. Gadar movement established provisional government. Subhas also established provisional government. Gadar movement established uh, an army. Subhas also established an army. Gadar movement mobilized army through the Indian POWs. Uh, Subhas also mobilized army through Indian POWs. But one basic difference was that Gadar movement mobilized the revolutionaries from India also. There were rules against the Britishers in India also. Though they failed, otherwise there would have been a widespread revolt on 19th of February if Krupal Singh was not to betray. So that type of thing was missing as far as Subhas was concerned. Subhas was not in a position to create a network of revolutionary cells in India. So there was no response from Indian people when Subhas army was fighting. When INA trials began, then only one can say that Indians started responding. After the failure of one can say quit India movement, Indians were not in a position to support Subhas. They admired his uh, valiant fight against the Britishers. They did not support him in a big way. The type of support the Gadarites got in India, that type of support, unfortunately, Subhas did not get. But there is a close relationship with, between the Gadar movement and Netaji Subhas Chandra Bose. Though we, I, I did not get any evidence to say that Subhas said that he has influenced by Gadar movement. But as far as historical development is concerned, we can say that that influence was there. And what Gadarites did subsequently, one, in a more systematic manner, Netaji Subhas Chandra also did. Gadarites' vision was establishment of democratic, uh, secular republic in India. They had a socialist uh, sympathies. Subhas also wanted to establish democratic, secular republic in India. His socialist legacy was, one can say, his socialist principles were uh, quite well known. So therefore, there were similarities between, differences were there and similarities were between the two. And as far as history of Indian freedom movement is concerned, these similarities and differences should be properly understood. Thank you.